Can you make mastery learning a reality one day at a time? Hey, John Bergman here. And we're now at the end of the first level or unit, if you will, of study uh, for particularly my chemistry class and actually what my physics class as well. And what I'm uh, reflecting on is I feel like my students have been too frantic at the end of this. This is right before a long weekend, uh, uh, Labor Day, and I wanted to get them to this place. And I think maybe what I've done in retrospect is I have pushed them too hard. Uh, because yesterday was the first day we have a block schedule, so I see my students every other day. So the first batch of kids had their boss battle, their major assessment yesterday. And I say that in the, only about half the students, maybe even a third of them were able to take the boss battle uh, yesterday. Those who did were very successful and that was cool. But then there's a certain group, either third, two thirds or half or whatever it might be, that still need to take it. And I think what I need to do is when it comes to the next day, uh, which will be the day after Labor Day, whatever class that is, I'm going to make sure that we have sort of a date for everybody to catch up. And for those students who are ahead, who, who, who are, if you will, on target, for them to move on. And so we're gonna start seeing a bit of a gap, I think now, in the mastery learning process. You know, on reflection, and maybe I haven't really shared this in the podcast yet, but, but I, I have three levels of mastery. Level one, uh, basic understanding. Level two, clear understanding. And level three, deep understanding. And the students actually get to choose their adventure. So they had to choose, I'm gonna take the, the clear, the, the basic, the clear, the deep understanding boss battle. It turns out that almost every student chose the deeper boss battle. There's they have more opportunity to score more points. Uh, we still have an A, B, C, D type grade system. And, but that's sort of a, it's not a fair sample because it's not all the students, right? The, the students who are furthest ahead probably understood it the best and so the ones who took the harder test. And I think I'm gonna see next week when students start taking, that we'll see other kids taking other tests. I actually saw this happen in my physics class. This is also the end of their unit. It's a very small group of students, so it's not a, it's a smaller sample set, but I did have a student who was very successful on a, the, the, the middle test, if you will, and now he wants to take the harder test. And I think that's, uh, that's totally acceptable in this system. But I really am, am excited though as I've watched the students working together. Uh, it turns out the hardest topic in that, in chemistry at least, in the last unit was the last one. And that's throwing a lot of students for a loop. But I saw some great learning taking place, students teaching each other. They were standing at a board doing that. It was super, super cool and powerful. So in, in kind of all, in, in retrospect, I think it's been a huge success. Um, and here is uh, my paper. I'm sorry, uh, podcast listeners, but I'm holding up a paper that just kind of shows the progress of students. I pulled it over so you can't see the names. But you can see just the level of completion that the students have had. And I've, I've updated this now. And I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased with where the students are at. One of the things that I've been doing that's super cool, that uh, sort of a commitment I made, at the end of last year is I wanted to bring more science into the science class, if that makes any sense, uh, some more cool experiments, and or actually demonstrations. So I'm doing a demonstration at the beginning of their day, and I say I never lecture, but at the beginning of every class, what I'm having them do is, is to write into their interactive notebook uh, uh, an experiment. So I'm gonna do a quick little, what we call demonstration in the science world, where I'm gonna show them some physical phenomenon. And I've done that almost every day. I didn't do it yesterday because it was the day of their boss battle test. And we had a shortened period because we had some things going on in the world, in our school. So I decided, so almost every day, but I wanted to show you one. And again, I know if you're a podcast listener, you're gonna miss out on this. 
but uh, I showed them the sublimation and the deposition of iodine, and you can see the cool crystals that were formed, and we watched this actually happen. I have them write a reflection about what they learned and the chemistry behind it, and, and right now at the beginning of our chemistry class, it turns out that they don't quite understand the chemistry of it, but they're gonna learn it as it goes. But I think for them to see that and see the, the, the coolness, if you will, the awesomeness of, of the natural world is something that they need to see. I, I don't want them just to learn how to do chemistry and mathy stuff. There's chemistry has a little math in it and we're kind of in a mathy section. I want them to fall in love with the natural world and see the beauty and the amazingness of our, of our, of our world. So that's, that's kind of my reflections. Uh, it's, it's important to continue. I mean, advice for you, if you're, if you're thinking going on this road, um, it's a lot of work, but it, I'm just seeing so much engagement with my students. They're really, they're learning. They know they have to actually master the content before they move on. I'm holding them accountable and and they're starting to really buy into the system it you know it, we're in three weeks into the school system or the school year whatever and i think that that matters that they are uh, that they're buying into the system and so the, the the point of the first three weeks in my mind really is to build the culture of learning so that it's not a culture of point getting that's that's so important and i think we're getting there uh, but it's sort of some training and some muscles that maybe have never been used in, in at least in my students' lives that I'm trying to get them to, to buy into that notion and, and they're starting to get there. Uh, hey, you can make mastery learning a reality one day at a time. Just, uh, it can be done. So I encourage you to, to continue to listen to these podcasts. If you, if you like these podcasts, uh, please click subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts uh, and leave a review. I'd love if you could leave a review uh, if these are meaningful and helpful to you. John Bergman out.